small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dotson. And Kyle, it's just, uh, it's just the two of us. Yep. Lonely Saturday. Mm-hmm. Five after eight. It is. You just came from a barbecue. I did. I came from uh, chaperoning my daughter's swim party at the house. Can't let them swim by themselves. No. Got to keep an eye on them. Out there whapping each other with noodles. <laughs> eating bunch of junk food pizza chips ice cream mm-hmm. hey you guys want fruit can we have more chips <laughs> should i bring this uh veggie tray out where's the ice cream throw it away can we make s'mores I'm like, oh, jesus so uh it's still going on because then some girls are sleeping over all day party all day party i don't party that hard and tonight they're gonna ra- watch hellraiser three they're gonna watch no they're watching paper towns mm. Paper Town. I call it like that. I say, you want to go when I want Paper Town? How many people want Paper Town? It's like a bad Adam Sandler character. That's like, uh, it's or Gary. a good one. It's Gary Oldman from True Romance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I sold a drug in a Paper Town. All right, look. We got, uh, we got songs. I got songs. You got songs. We have listener songs mm-hmm. from the Patreon people. Thank you. So many people sent songs. I said I was only taking the first... 15 that's what i did so sorry some of you are quick well maybe we'll do a part two sometime shut up um i'm just trying to give them hope well we'll do other ones where i ask them to bring songs i i like it like if it's just the two of us i like then that songs yeah it's like yeah like a third wheel it's like having a a co-host here yeah or or i guess a third wheel is what you mean (laughs) when the co-hosts are (laughs) non-essential Tell us what the topic is tonight. Uh, tonight is one and done. One and done. These are artists or bands that who only released one, one album. Mm-hmm. Now look, here's the criteria. Uh, for example, although this person is not being played tonight, um, Jimmy Page has only released one solo album, one album under the name Jimmy Page. Right. He's been involved in other things. Mm-hmm. But so if we played something off that, that would count. Right. Jimmy Page is one and done. If I, if I played something off Chrissy Hines' solo album, doesn't mean she might not make another one, but currently that would be a one and done right. also. But we've, uh, we've gone with legit yeah. people that are, are yeah. obviously not going to have another album. I went, I went with people that have only released yet yeah, one album and not, not counting EPs, but I didn't, if there was like more than two, I didn't use them. You know, they, yeah, I think most of the ones that I have from the listeners and from me are just, they're legit straight up one and done. All right. I'm going to start. Yeah, that's good. Go ahead. What's the next good movie we're going to see? And it is, it's July 7th when we're recording. The next good movie is probably going to be either Equalizer 2 and then uh, Mission Impossible 6. Mission Impossible. Fallout. No six. There's no six yeah. on that. They stopped the numbers when? Four. After three. Yeah. It doesn't even say four. It's just, Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol. Do you think that was not to be confused with MI5 and MI6? The pro- pro- bleh, huh, huh, huh. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I almost said possibly. Yeah, probably. 
Uh, I'm going to start us up. All Here right. we go. Now, this band, this band is called Plus 44. Do you know this band? I do. I actually brought them in, but that's okay. You, you, I brought you the same song. You brought, the, are you kidding? How many yeah. songs did you bring? Eight, but that's okay. And one of the eight I just stole from you. Yeah. Okay, then you go ahead. It can be your song. You say it. Uh, this is When Your Heart Stops Beating from Plus 44. T- tell us about this band. This band is, um, it is Mark Hoppus and Travis Barker from Blink-182 when uh, Tom DeLonge had Angels and Airwaves. They did this project. They did this project in 2006. And it's it's basically just a Blink It's a Blink album. album. Yeah, you'll hear it. A little poppier yeah. than Blink. Do you have this album? Yeah, I just have this song. Oh yeah, I can I can give it to you. It's um, it's okay. They're they're all kind of like this, and then the the end of the album, like all the slow songs are at the end. It's it's weirdly Sequence sequenced. Weird. Yeah. Uh, and I could uh, probably buy it for two bucks. Yeah. I never look for it though when I get when I'm at the UCD store. I never yeah. look for that. I'm I never sure, think to I'm look sure for there. It's there. I'm sure there's tons of them. Um, well, let me jump in because I have a related one. Oh. Have you heard of, heard of Boxcar Racer? Mm, I don't think so. Tell okay, so Boxcar this is Racer. a this is a 2002 album with Tom DeLonge and uh, Travis Barker. Well, that's weird. <laughs> Isn't that strange? Okay, so this is, and this has the same sequencing error where it's like all the faster ones are at the top and then the slower ones. I've never heard this at all. Let me hear this. So this is a song called I Feel So. You might have heard this song. Sometimes I wish I was brave. I wish I was stronger. Wish I could feel no pain. Wish I was young. Wish I was shy. I wish I was honest. Wish I was him, not I. Cause I feel so mad. I feel so angry. Feel so callous. So lost, confused, stuck yet. Feel so cheap. So used, unfaithful. Let's start over. Let's start over. What? Who doesn't get along then? Tom and Mark don't get along? Uh, I, I guess. Uh, Whose voice do you like better? Boy, it's kind of a toss-up. It is a toss-up because sometimes because, you don't know who's, who, which one it is. Right, and I like, I like them singing their songs. Yeah. But I don't... <laughs> Like, I don't ever be like, oh, you know who would be great singing this song? Tom DeLonge. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they basically yeah. had... There's a reason they don't co-host The Voice. <laughs> this 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 album... Uh, this album had some sort of... There was some issue with it was, like, delayed, and they were supposed to tour, but then because of September 11th, they didn't tour, 
and th- there was just some other weird like just timing factors. Why, what, what happened? What happened then? It caused them not to tour. It was September um, 11th. What's the big deal? Someone September 11th. So no, no, they they just um, I can't find it right now. But when I was reading about it, it was like they were supposed to go on this tour. Um, to like for something and then because September 11th happened the tour well, got well, delayed well, what do you mean so September 11th happens every year why would that oh, hold up the oh tour? I see why, why would that hold up the tour oh, oh in 2001 when the Twin Towers fell oh <laughs> but yeah so, so so something I I don't understand why that but it messed up the timing but then this came out in 2002 so I don't know why did it just make Blink albums and stop it. Yeah, I don't know why it's not. It has a David Kennedy from Hazen Street, which I don't even know what that is. But he was the other guitarist. Is that the street he lives on? (laughs) Very well could be. If I was in the band, they'd just say, oh, that's uh, Pat Francis from Celeste Street. (laughs) Celeste. I don't even know how to say my street. How do you say it? Celeste or Celeste? I say Celeste. That's what I say, too. Even though earlier, like two seconds ago, I said Celeste. Mm -hmm. Oh, we should mention in Plus 44, they have Shane Gallagher from The Nervous Return, no clue, and rhythm guitarist Craig Fairbaugh from Mercy Killers, it's also actually, no clue. Actually a four-piece, mm-hmm. Plus 44. Yep. Four-four. And uh, I'm not sure why they didn't make another album for this. Well, that's because um, Delange they, came back. That's true. All right, let's go with our first uh, Patreon supporter song tonight you've heard this uh, girl's voice before on the show she was here for the live in studio show uh, jessica welsh she picked a this is so weird she picked a band and an album that i was just listening to this past week so it's very, very strange. strange uh the band is david and david okay that's uh what are their names it's david bearwald and david oh, i always forget the other guy because bearwald continued to do Solo stuff, but the other David is uh, David Ricketts. David Ricketts, and then who produced it? A guy named David <laughs> Sigerson. But uh, this is a this is a good album. It's called Boomtown, and the song that Jessica wanted to hear was "Ain't So Easy." We can stay or we can move along. Either way, don't leave me all alone Well, I'm sorry about your eye I'll find a way to make amends It's only that sometimes I got to break before I bend Come on, darling, there's a show downtown tonight Let's go out dancing can drink into the light. Gotta get to the chorus. Hang tight, hang tight. Well, I know I have been everything a man should be, but I promise I will change. You just leave that up to me. And I'll kiss your face, I'll tend to your ass. I swear that I can make you happy. Very long clip tonight. And you're up my back. Okay, so this guy, this guy, uh, 
he socked his wife in the eye. The first, first verse, he says, I'm sorry about your eye. He's, this guy, this guy is, is, uh, he's abusing his wife or girlfriend. And then he keeps, you know, convincing her that he's going to be different and going to take him back, even though it ain't so easy to take me back. And I guess she just keeps taking him back. So it's very, uh, there's a lot of, this album's very dark. The, Thematically and uh, lyrically, it's a very because it looks album. like they're having a blast on the cover. They're laughing. Oh, they're having a great time. Hey, remember we socked our girlfriends around? Ha <laughs> ha! Take a picture of us. Um, this was released thirty-three years ago, or thirty-two years ago today. Are you kidding? No, it came out That's July seventh, nineteen eighty-six. You think on the thirty-fifth anniversary that there would be a David and David two? Well, they they did say that in twenty sixteen that they were working on a second album. What's taking so long, dudes? <laughs> you gotta have some songs written from the past thirty-two years, thirty-three years. I'll buy it. It's so funny. Like only the people that bought this one will. Well, they won't even know about it. They'll be. I'm the only one who will buy this. <laughs> Me and Jessica. Good pick. Good pick, Jessica. Certified right. gold. Yeah, goddamn right. Great album. David Barrowald was in the uh, Tuesday Night Music Club that uh, Cheryl Crow was in. He, so it was Ricketts that said. Yeah, they, they have a lot of uh, co-writing credits on that first album because those songs were formed during the Tuesday Night Music Club. That was like a real thing. We have the Tuesday Night Comedy Club. <laughs> Let's go a pick from me. This is a band called Thunderclap Newman produced by Pete Townsend. This came down, came, wow, tongue-tied. This came out in 1969. This is a song everyone knows. This is Something in the Air. Petty and the Heartbreakers on his greatest hits, they had two new songs. One was Last Dance with Mary Jane. Is that what it's called? Or is it Mary Jane's Last Dance? What is the title of that song? Look it up. Look it up. Because I think that's one of the songs everyone calls it by the wrong title. Uh, I think it's to be Mary Jane's Last Dance. I think it's Mary Jane's Last Dance, but what do most people call it? Last Dance, Last dance with Mary Jane. <laughs> and uh, the other song in the album was. Uh, cover of this and they i think they i think they actually do a better version of this song it's so good mm-hmm. but uh thunderclap newman produced by pete townsend cool do you like that song mm-hmm. all right uh um, go to a listener or we go to you i know uh, you don't let's have go to, let's go to a listener because right. there are more listeners than mine aaron khan this kid's great love mm-hmm. this kid this kid and i we we message back and forth like a bunch of jackasses this is a song called Rock and Roll Radio. The band is called Billion Dollar Babies. Now, here's what this band is. After Alice Cooper went solo and split up the Alice Cooper band, 
even though the band was called Alice Cooper, then he became Alice Cooper. Mm -hmm. He left and they formed Billion Dollar Babies, which was the title of an album and a song by the Alice Cooper group. And uh, they recorded one album. Why didn't they call themselves the Alice Cooper group? Uh, why didn't they? Wonder what wonder what they wonder how that would have went. The Alice Cooper group featuring and then another guy. Featuring <laughs> and, and not Alice Cooper. Yeah. This guy calling himself Alice. See, that it, it, nowadays that's what would happen. They'd just go, You put the Alice Cooper makeup on, just like Kiss does with their guys, and you get out there and you sing a, put a snake on your neck. <laughs> And sing about the school being out. All right, Billion Dollar Babies, this is Rock and Roll Radio. was singing that Alice could pull that off you know what mm -hmm. I mean well we're shooting some pool you know what I mean yeah. just he would give it the Alice inflection like that attitude stuff. yeah and you and you wouldn't think it was mm -hmm. corny or anything schools out schools out for, for summer, summer. <laughs> no more sad pencils no more books it's not no Richard more Cheese teachers, dirty looks schools out for summer <laughs> Summer's coming. Yeah, yeah that would be Making a great... Making up my own words. Why wouldn't... Uh, yeah, like, Alice should re-record re this. I, I don't think this album's available on iTunes or any... I don't think it's ever been available on CD. I think Aaron told me this was an LP rip. Hmm. Ripped it from LP. Rip. Ripped it from vinyl. Shred it up. <laughs> So stupid. I just feel like we need sound effects tonight. I like. I, I just always go. My go-to is the. It's like Doug. That show. Doug? That show, Doug. Yeah. What about it? They were just like all the all the interludes were like like that. What's the um? What's the premise of that show? I know Doug. He's got like a flat top. Mm-hmm. What he's a? How old of a kid is he supposed to be? I think like in middle school, maybe eighth grade, ninth grade. It's a little ambiguous. Old, it's a lot of older than that. He's about 37. <laughs> and what is it just uh, him trying to get through life? Yeah. And like then, and then diary he, of a wimpy kid, but with Doug. Yeah. He like kind of, he writes in his diary at the beginning and the end. And then kind of in the middle, they do a, like, like they equate whatever he's trying to do with something. So it's like in his imagination, like, oh, he's Indiana Jones and he's saving you know, at the end of someone every, or at whatever. At the end of every episode, does it work out for him? I guess. <laughs> does he ever graduate middle school? Uh, I don't think so. They love. they go they switched it from Nickelodeon to Disney, and mm -hmm. those seasons suck. The Disney ones. The Disney do. ones are horrible. Sometimes Disney doesn't know best. Yeah. All right. What's your tune? My tune. All right. Let's. Uh, 
this has nothing to do with Doug. Um, okay, so there's so David Draymond, who is the lead singer of uh, Disturbed, decided that he wanted to make while Disturbed was on a a slight hiat hiatus, not very long. He wanted to make another metal album, so he had a band called Device. All right. With uh, the former lead guitarist of Filter, Gino Leonardo. I have no idea who that is. And so they made, they made this, uh, this album. There's only one album. It's just called Device, and this is a song called War of Lies. Okay. It sounds just like a more electronic Disturbed. That's all it is. this garbage that guy only did one album huh huh that's it just one from him just from the, just for that band right but then he's the lead singer of disturbed so they have countless why 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 would you go if you're the lead singer why would you and it's not it's a band too it's not yeah like the band went on hiatus for like because they i think they did one of those like album tour album tour yeah, yeah, yeah. like every every other year sort of thing I think they were just like, oh, we want to take a break. And he was like, I don't want to take a break. I don't want to take a break. I want to rock. So, yeah, it was. I uh, want to keep rocking. But it kind of got buried because I think by the time this came out, they got back together. So it was like only. Was it released on 9 11? It was, uh, yeah. That's what happens with all these records. Most of these, most of these records were le- released on 9 11. Okay, uh, my next band is the Neurotic Outsiders. Let me tell you who's in this band. It's like a super group. This is Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses mm-hmm. on bass. Oh, I've seen this cover a million yeah. times. Matt Sorum on drums from Guns N' Roses. Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. Okay. Steve wrote all the songs except a few. But some of those he co-wrote too. And then, then look, look at this guy. John Taylor from Duran Duran slips in there on bass. Ooh. Yeah. So that's, this is a that's, song. He's like, seems like he's the one that doesn't fit. Like he's out of place. <laughs> Uh, first track in the album is sung by Steve Jones, written by Steve Jones. Let's hear Nasty Ho. Does Steve Jones sing all the songs or is it switch up? Steve Jones sings one of these, sings six, there. Duff sings three, and John Taylor sings three. Oh, okay. This is uh, Steve Jones' Nasty Ho. It's a good song.
Yeah, I like that. I Matt Sorum tweeted. I've ever heard that. Tweeted I, a couple. Man, I think last year Matt Sorum tweeted that this was going to be re-released, remastered and re-released, mm. and then nothing. I still want to get Matt in here. Hopefully, when this comes out, maybe that's when we'll get him in here. Yeah, I love Jonesy's jukebox. I mean, that guy just plays whatever he wants. It's fantastic. Yeah, he just talks. You know, he does it. He has a very gruff voice for someone who trying to lose weight. Tired of being fat ass. (laughs) Been hiking, eating you know my lean protein and my lettuce. You know, tough. You get to be my age. It's tough. This says that previous members were Billy Idol yeah. on vocals yeah. and Steve Stevens on guitar. Absolutely, Steve and Billy, yeah. Then they decided they'd just do their own album like they used to. You know, Billy, oh, Billy Idol's in great shape. I'm a fat ass still. <laughs> Is that what he talks about, like trying to lose weight? Oh, yeah. I don't want to, I'm on meds for diabetes. <laughs> My Steve Jones impression is all over the place. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It sounds like nine people are talking. <laughs> all right. Uh, you're going to do a song or we go listeners? We go listeners. Okay. What I'm going to tell you is Brooke V. Breitenbach and James Sandler. Sandlin, sorry. They both requested Blind Faith. Blind mm-hmm. Faith, that's another super group. A lot of, uh, a lot of one and dones are super groups. Eric, yeah, and Eric I feel Clapton, like, Steve Winwood. I, I, for some reason, I didn't think that. Like, I, I was surprised when I had seen they them on a list because I was like, oh, I thought I would have guessed they had. Yeah, Blind Faith. You think, oh yeah, they got a whole bunch of albums, right? Nope. But this is a song that's used in movies many, many times. It's a great tune. It's "Can't Find My Way Home." This album cover is very, very, very controversial. Mm-hmm. It says the release of the album provoked controversy because the cover featured a topless, pubescent girl. Okay, well that's that's not. I mean, I mean, look, if you own that album now, would 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 could people say that you owned kitty porn? You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. It's just um, that's not a good idea, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, just uh, and it's not even a good cover. <laughs> it's not. It's and it's not a good cover. Like like it's not artistic. It's just stupid. And the uh, it's just a self titled album too, right? It's mm-hmm. just called Blind Faith. It, so it doesn't even really, it doesn't even go with the no. With what the title of the band is now. Then there's an alternative cover, and that's somehow worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, just right? really plain. It's just plain. I mean, if if this is in your iTunes and you have the original cover, you're a pervert. <laughs> Grab that alternative cover, guys. Or make your own. Or make your own. You know what I would like to do? I would like to uh, 
maybe I pose topless with that uh, plane, and then that's what people can use. I was looking to see if it, was, it says it's a Chevy Bel Air uh, hood ornament. Wow, it looks like an airplane. Well, I think that's. I think it's supposed to look like an airplane. And it's phallic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They Photoshop like a, even if they photoshopped like a like overalls on her overalls or or even you know a swimsuit top or anything. It still a would cla- be a Clapton st- t-shirt. Still be a horrible cover. <laughs> Just horrible. Yeah. Who let their kid pose for that? I'm outraged. I'm a little outraged. And I'm going to blame mm-hmm. uh, Brooke and James for uh, making us talk about this album cover. No, great song. Love it. What's up next for you? For me? Um... Oh, no, that was the listener, so you go. Right. Okay, well, I just, okay, I'll go. Um, This song is from 2010 from an album called Fidelity. The song is called Australia, and the band features Chrissy Hind, but the band is called JP, comma, Chrissy, and the Fairground Boys. So it's, hey, everybody, please welcome JP, Chrissy, and the Fairground Boys. Let's hear Australia. Say hi to me This is a fantastic album. If you love Chrissy Hine, this is a great album. Uh, JP is JP Jones. The album kind of, it's kind of a concept album. It's about JP Jones was about 20 years younger than Chrissy and they started the date. And even though they knew it wasn't going to last or it wasn't going to work out because of the age difference, they had kind of a whirlwind like year and a half, maybe two year romance. And they, they recorded this album together and he's a great singer. He's a lot of the songs are duets. A lot of the songs are, are Heath sings lead, and it's just great. I love it. So I would seek that out. Really good album. Cool. JP, Chrissy, and the Fairground and Boys. The Fairground Boys. Uh, how much do you know about the Postal Service? Uh, the band, the Postal Service, mm-hmm. or just in general, the Postal Service. Just I know in general, lot, how, how I know a lot are. about the Postal Service. I know that uh, book rates about usually two dollars and sixty six cents. If someone wins a prize here, I got to send a, something to them. It's about two sixty six. Why? What, what, the postal service is that a band? Mm-hmm. Which do I know something about them? I, Should I? I was just asking. Uh, they they recorded one album. I hope so. That's what the two thousand three. Okay. They came back and did I think a live tour again ten years later. All right. And reissued the album. Okay. And that that was it. Who's in this band? So Ben Gibbard. Now wait. He's from uh he wait. He's from is he from Death Cab? I believe so, yes. Yeah, he wrote some songs on the Monkey's Good Times album. Yes, yes, he is from Death Cab. Uh for Cutie? Yes. Okay. He's not from just from Death Cab. No. 
Um, I bet there is a band somewhere that's just Death Cab. Yeah. Is that that Tarantino movie, the one where he mm-hmm. did with uh, Rodriguez did one and he did one? Yeah. Death Cab? Yeah, that's when they, they come pick people up. Yeah. It's like Lyft. Mm-hmm. And it takes you to hell. Um, then Jimmy Tamborello. Is he from the Conan O'Brien band? <laughs> yep. Is he really? No. He sounds like one of the, yeah. uh, hey, sitting in tonight, Jimmy Tamborello. Um, Jenny Lewis. Now, Jenny she, Lewis. Is she's from... Who's she from? Rilo Kylie. Rilo Kylie. Yep. And That's how I know her from Rilo Kylie. And then a guy, oh, a woman, sorry, named Laura Burnham. All right, let's hear this. This sounds like it would be good. Yeah. So this is uh, this is called Such Great Heights. This is their hit. You brought this. Yes, I like this song. This is their hit. You'll know it. You've heard it a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know? So, have you heard the rest of the album? Um, I've heard a few other songs. I don't know if I've heard the whole thing. I certainly haven't heard the reissue that has uh, two unreleased songs, and then <laughs> there are covers of the original album songs by other people. That's a, you got to invest a lot of time, <laughs> which is energy. very strange. <laughs> All right. Ones by Iron and Wine. Okay. And uh, the other one's by someone, The Shins, which is interesting. That is interesting. Oh, and there's some uh, covers on there. But yeah. Uh, I see. If you like one song, though, you, you check out that whole disc. Yeah. All right. Let's go with uh, let's go to the listeners now. Again, a bunch of listeners wanted to hear from Temple of the Dog. Let me tell you who Temple of the Dog is. It's a super group. It's Jeff Amit, Matt Cameron, Chris Cornell. Stone Gossard, Mike McCready, a lot of a lot of guys from uh, from the Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. and then guest Eddie Vedder on backing vocals. <laughs> so so uh, it's Pearl a, Jam. It's basically a Pearl Jam called Chris Cornell to come over and <laughs> yeah. jam. So uh, Wendy and Michael Stiegel, they're married. Married couple have a, a beautiful daughter, uh, Lisa Solak. I hope I said your name right, Lisa. Lisa and I had breakfast in Burbank. That's right. I went, to, I went for breakfast. My, I said, t- told my wife, I'm having, a, having breakfast with a listener in Burbank this morning. Oh, okay. What's his name? Hmm. The lady. It's a girl. It's Lisa. It's Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. His name is Lisa. Uh, and she treated. Very nice. Lovely. Thank you, Lisa. And Michael Mariano. They all wanted to hear something from Temple of the Dog. Uh, they didn't all want to hear the song that I'm playing, but this is, boy, one of the people wanted to hear this song. So let's hear Pushing Forward Back. Pushing 
this is very interesting about this album. This album, it's got 10 songs. It's 54 minutes, 59 seconds in length. Uh, it came out in the year known as 1991. Mm-hmm. So now in 2016, we get a deluxe, super deluxe edition with bonus tracks, uh, which then we, there's a disc two. It's got demos and outtakes. Then there's a disc three. There's a DVD and disc four. It's got a Blu-ray 5.1 audio. I mean, was this, I mean, did this, uh, you would think this album sold 10 million copies. Yeah. I don't think it did. No. Let me see what it's, uh, sold a million, sold over a million, but that seems like a pretty big deluxe thing thing Mm -hmm. for this album am i wrong you're not wrong i like that though i like deluxe stuff yeah what do you think of that album cover Mm. needs work it's not real great is it no it looks like a primus cover yeah primus sucks there's their bass player then when he goes less claypool yeah when goes crazy for that guy maybe that's why i'm thinking primus because of the clay I don't know one, I don't know one. The South Park song? song? Oh, okay. That's a great song. And then that one, Jerry was a race car driver. That one sucks. That was horrible. If you, that's a novelty song. It is a novelty song. Speaking of novelty songs, let's hear the band called the Poppin' Wheelies from 2001. This is Robin Wilson from Gin Blossoms. You'll know it as soon as you hear it. You'll actually think this might be Gin Blossoms. This is called Radio Summer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is a fantastic album. It is so much fun. I like that album cover. It's really fun. Yeah, I love it. I don't know much about it. I don't don't know who's on it. I just know that Hmm. Robin Wilson does vocals and it's poppy and it sounds like uh, the Gin Blossoms. Yeah. Sounds better than a new Gin Blossoms album. Not good. Mm. Not not upon first two lessons. Mm. Did not take... It's the first one I haven't liked. The last uh, two have been great. Interesting. No, so I was excited. You get excited. Yeah. Now. Yes. This is a this is a band. Now they as as this formation they released other albums under a different band name. Okay. I don't know. I'm confused. All right. So. This is called Heaven and Hell. Okay. That's on my, oh, 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 heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, uh, that's Black Sabbath with Ronnie James Dio. Yep. Who's on drums? Is Bill Ward on drums? I'm, I'm, no, he's not. It's one of the, uh, oh, don't tell me. All right. Carmen Apice and then Vinny. They, and they, they, they're brothers and one of them pronounces the name Apice and one of them pronounces their name a piece. <laughs> and they, in an interview, they asked the sister, look, Carmen says this, Vinny says this, how do you pronounce it? And she said, it's pronounced a peachy. <laughs> so so no one knows. motherfuckers. Okay, so who's on drums? It's Vinny. Vinny. Geezer Butler. Geez. 
Ronnie James Dio. Yep. And Tony Iommi. But they called themselves Heaven and Hell because Ozzy because, would be pissed. Because Black Sabbath had gotten, I think was getting back together at that with point. With Ozzy. Right. And they didn't want to piss Ozzy off. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. If you don't go out as Heaven and Hell, Daddy will not play with you. Unless there's a lot of money and I get some of it. <laughs> then he'll do it. Uh, so this is ba- so this is better than the thirteenth Black Sabbath album. I've never heard that. Our, our friend uh, that I talked about earlier, Aaron Kahn, he loves it. It's okay, in my opinion. I can't get into Sabbath with Ozzy. It's such a dirge to me. Mm-hmm. I can't. Get yeah, it. I only like I, the hits. Really, I like Ozzy solo. I like Black Sabbath with Dio. So I'm hoping I like this Heaven and Hell. Yeah. So this is this is a song. This almost sounds like a song that Alice Cooper would sing based on the title. It's called Eating the Cannibals. All right. I'm down with that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good. A lot of rocking pieces. We had uh, Chris Cornell and now mm-hmm. Ronnie James Dio. And they actually, if you can see, so that's the that's the cover, but then in there, that's like the Black Sabbath logo. And they 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 recorded an entire album under this moniker? Yeah, it's called The Devil You Know. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Who produced that? Uh Oh, sorry. Hold on. Uh, not, I thought the guy's name was. Who produced? They do have two live albums, but this is the only studio. It was produced by Ronnie James Dio, Tony Iommi, and Geezer Butler. Yeah, Vinny, get away from the board. Do not touch the board, Vinny. I'm going to have to pick this album up. I want to hear this. I'm going to CD Trader tomorrow. I'm going to buy this. Yeah, it's pretty good. You think it's there? It's got to be. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. It's, I'm always uh, amazed at what, what isn't there. Yeah, like, but you would think it would be there. Go-Go's albums, never. Which, never any Go-Go's Which albums. part of you feels good about, because you're like, well, yeah. then I guess they're great. I guess people love them, and then they don't trade them in. Yeah, because people bought them. REM albums, tons. <laughs> tons, rows and rows and rows. And if, Well, have the Go-Go's albums been remastered? They have been. They've been remastered by Edsel, a label out of the UK, and they were remastered in 2016, and they're really great. <laughs> but not here. Um, domestically, no. But you can buy those on Amazon, and they're cheap. They're like eleven ninety nine each. Oh, okay. Yeah. Except I think Beauty and the Beat's thirteen ninety nine because I think you get a, a, lo- a complete live disc. Oh, okay. A bonus disc. But yeah, pretty cool. All right, we got another coming up. This is from a listener. We have another rockin' piece, Dennis Wilson of mm-hmm. the Beach Boys, the drummer from the Beach Boys. He released one album, and Christopher Wigginton wants to hear River Song. Now, Christopher also says that another release came out after his death. So this counts, though. Yeah, because he... Cause he didn't choose to release that. No, the, his, his, the estate was like, well, what can we do to make money? So this is off, uh, pretty sure this is off uh, Pacific Ocean Blue. 
And this is called River Song. Rock and Peace, Dennis Wilson. River Song is the name of Doctor Who's wife. What is what? River Song is the name of Doctor Who's wife. Wonder if they took that name from No, because Doctor Who's been around forever. Yeah, but she was just created like in this new incarnation of the Doctor series. Who's a woman now, so does the woman have a a wife? I guess so, yeah. That's cool. But that. they uh, it's this is nerd stuff, but basically River Song is also a time traveler, so the first time she meets Doctor Who is the last time. The first time the Doctor Who meets her is oh the boy. last time they ever oh meet because they're running uh, in different directions through okay. the time stream or whatever. Whatever bullshit maybe, maybe explanation. You, you added time stream and that just took me right out of it. Who's the best, most recent Doctor? Who did you like the best? Myself, I like David Tennant the best. I like that guy in everything. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's Scrooge McDuck right now. In what? In the DuckTales reboot. That's strange. You'd think mm-hmm. that he's too big to be Scrooge McDuck. You would think. How's he sound? Does he sound like David Tennant? He sounds like Scrooge McDuck. Just, why are they paying him way too much money? They could just get Wally Wingert. Uh, yeah. Anyone. Uh, are you, now see, I'm not into Doctor Who at all. Like, I could care less. But now that it's a, a lady, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch that lady. I, had, I haven't watched now, the past she, couple seasons. I got to assume she's Nurse Who. <laughs> she's Cindy Lou Who. She couldn't, she couldn't possibly be a real doctor. <laughs> right? I mean, that's an honorary degree that she got from... Uh, it's Who PhD is now the new... Okay. The new title. You got to assume she's a you know, candy striper. <laughs> <laughs> that was Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you got that new... That new Doctor Who, she, I think she's like a candy strapper. How and, many Doctor Whos have there been? Oh, boy. Or doctors, a, I guess. The doctor. Do- oh, doctors. Okay. I need to go, uh, let me see. There's a Matt. There's Capaldi. And then we got, uh, we got uh, Tennant. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I just couldn't bring, I, could, I couldn't do it. Oh, hey, oh. There you go. Hey, five, count to five. All right, let's uh, let me play one of my tunes. We just had uh, Dennis Wilson. Uh, believe it or not, a lot of the Beach Boys on that solo album. <laughs> How do you get them? I have no idea. Okay, this is a band called The Creation. Okay, they have one album called We Are Painter Men, but they also have a box set, a bunch of singles and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think Wes Anderson used one of their Making Time. Mm. In a, is Wes Anderson? Wes Anderson always puts together uh, an eclectic mix of music mm-hmm. that I really enjoy. In fairness, you initially said Wes Anderson and I heard West Anthony. West Anthony <laughs> also puts together a nice mixtape for you. 
but I'm sure he likes this band. Wes, yeah, oh yeah, he does. He has this box that I saw it on his shelf when I was in his apartment the one time. Uh, Wes Anderson, though, you agree with that? He puts together a yeah. nice mix of music. Mm-hmm. People always say Tarantino puts together like no, Wes, Wes Anthony, Anthony. I said it, Wes Anthony, Tar- Wes Anderson. Tarantino, it's like he listens to obscure radio stations. Mm-hmm. Wes Anderson goes to a record store. Right, because he loves it. <laughs> All right, this is a song, and it's funny because this is a song that the, uh, the Go-Go's uh, recorded for their first album. Mm-hmm. They also re-recorded it in 1990 for a Greatest Hits package. This is called Cool Jerk. Also, your nickname. Cool Jerk. <laughs> Some versions of this band include uh, Ronnie Wood from the Faces and from mm. the Stones. But uh, yeah, the creation. I have the box set. It's great. It is really great. Limited edition. Couple good looking chaps on there. Get it quickly. What? Uh, what? Why didn't they record more? I don't know. I don't know their history. I didn't read the book that comes with the... I just said, oh, I need to have that on my shelf so I can listen to it three times and then, and then sell it in four years. Uh, let's go to the listeners. What do we got from the listeners? Oh, now this guy. I don't know what happened to this. Uh, this comes from Sean Wiley. This artist is very... This was, artist was on SNL. It's very mysterious, though. He kind of disappeared. I don't want to say rock and peace because I don't know. It's kind of fell off the map, though. This is a uh, Chris Gaines, mm-hmm. and this song is called "Lost in You." Let's hear you this. Know, I've thing. never seen him and Garth Brooks in the same place. Hmm, that's interesting. I've never seen uh, Frank Zappa and Leon Redbone in the same place. Hmm. Look those two guys up. See how they look. You are my godsend that I forever dreaming of. My angel from above, heaven knows I'm head over heels at a show. I played every field, I suppose, but there's something about you when you're around, baby. I have found I get lost. Now, next year will be the 20th anniversary of this album. Do you think he's going to drop something new? You think he's going to come out of hiding? Maybe a tour? <laughs> I don't know. Some acoustic shows? Maybe. Put on that little soul patch. He's so good. He doesn't put it on. He grows it. Mm. All right, what's next for you? For me, um, here, this is, uh, so the band... I gotta look at these guys' names up because I, I can't remember them. But the band uh, System of a Down. Are you familiar? I've heard the name System of a Down. Okay, so this is not not the main singer, Serge. Uh, I think it's Tanakin, maybe. Oh, wait, but... Serge is the singer? Yeah. Mr. Akmel Fool. Yes, is it? 
Akmel. This is that's too much with the shit up. I don't want. This is it's cool. ridiculous that he's in the second one, but I I don't mind that he's in it at all. Yeah, it's, it's, it's too much. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, the other system me- members, uh, is he in the Darren third one? Malachian, I think so, and John Dolian. So they, so they were, they were on hiatus, and still kind of are, but they tore. But they haven't recorded a new album. But in 2010, these guys got said like, well, we'll just record an album. What does this pertaining? Oh, I'm sorry. In two, 2008, they recorded an oh, album. What does this pertaining? <laughs> It's called Scars on Broadway, and it's it's okay. It's missing Surge for sure. So this is a this is the most tolerable song called uh, "World Long Gone." If you like, if you like System of a Down, it's got it's got two thirds of the elements there, and then lyrically is a little hollow, but and vocally. But I know we've talked about this before, but have you have you seen Beverly Hills Cop Three? Yeah, it's horrible. What? what? (laughs) It makes me angry. Like we could we could film a better movie tonight in this room. Yeah, it's so bad. It's horrible. Like you can't own all three of those. Like if there's a three pack, you're just like, <laughs> nope. I just buy them both separately. It's sad. Yeah. Is Sir? I'm surprised he didn't make Serge's full on sidekick in the third one. I joined the, I the know, LAPD. Mister Akmal. All right, here we go. This album I love. 2010, eight years ago. This thing came out. I loved everything about it. Oh, sorry. So, I sorry. I because I, I googled Serge Beverly Hills Cop three because I thought he owns the a survival boutique in Beverly Hills Cop three. Okay, is there a clip from this? <laughs> we played a clip from Beverly Hills Cop two once. Have we played this one? I don't think so. The art gallery is completely bankrupt in the toilet. Why? Because we had an owner who was obstinate and stupid and ignorant. You shot him, remember? You remember oh, right. him? Yes. All oh, right. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing there? I'm doing guns. Come and look. Come and look. They're both ad living. This looks like n- nothing this that exists. And it's the survival boutique. We oh yeah. There's there's like all these there's like all these monitors behind them. Products for survival in the how to scout the world of today. Okay. Now they're like they're be, like picture it's, picture it's, being in like it's total bullshit in like a Sephora, but everything's guns. That, that's what it looks like. That's terrible. It doesn't even make sense. Is there a Beverly Hills Cop four like on the slate? If I go to IMDb, is it going to tell me that they were going to make that show? Yeah, they did do a pilot. 
My friend David has seen the pilot because he's friends with Sean Ryan, who did The Shield and did the pilot. So he's seen it. And? He didn't really have one. <laughs> he didn't really have a... He didn't say it was terrible. But but that, that's the thing. If it's just okay, then there's no... Yeah. I mean, it's impossible to do it now, right? How long? How many years has it been since Beverly Hills Cop 3? I mean, that came out in the 90s, right? Yeah, I mean, how do you... Is he going to go... What's that tapping? Me typing Beverly Hills Cop 3 to find out what year it came out? That's really... It came out in 94. Why is that so sensitive? I think it was on the near the mic. Let me see. That's me typing. Uh, it came out what year? 94. 94. So it went 84, 87, 94. Okay. That's, that's, that's a long time between, but not, but we're not going to go and that, 24 that, years. That pilot was, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, they recently, that was, the pilot was five years ago. That's nuts. Barry Sonnenfield directed the pilot. Did Sean Ryan write it? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's who my friend knows. Here's, here's the deal. Is he going to come back to uh, Beverly Hills again for something? Just move here. Yeah. <laughs> what, what does he keep coming back here for? I don't know. That's the... That's the... We got a lot of sound things going <laughs> on. That's the computer? Hey, you wanted sound effects. Is that the computer? Yeah. That well, that's going to stop in a minute. How hot is it? Not hot at all. I don't know why it's spinning. Now, is that the one that you're playing the music on or that we're recording I on? I can't tell. Well, we have a new recording computer coming soon. It's, it's in the shop right now getting the correct software in it. So. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, and then I don't know, maybe that one will be this one. I don't know what's going to happen. We've I said, think this is newer than that one. We, there's so many computers. That we, when Murray's here, he brings one so we can watch <laughs> surf videos. It's ridiculous. Okay, He's going to bring a projector. This album, Welcome to the Wasteland. This thing came out in 2010. The band was Bad City. They have a song in this album called Paul Stanley. Mm -hmm. They were, had an opening slot on the tour for Kiss. I love every single song in this album. Mm -hmm. And then I have think... Have you heard the bonus tracks? Because they're garbage. Yeah, you always say that, but I like them. Mm. I like them. Don't Stop and War on Love. I don't mind those. I don't mind those at all. They did an Avengers cartoon intro theme. And it was that bad? It was okay. I think that was with another singer. Because see, what happened, their singer, a guy named Josh Caddy, I think he, I think he, I don't know, I don't know what, I think he had some trouble with some groupies mm. and, and got arrested. And then the band had to get a new singer to complete the tour. And, and this, they basically disappeared. But man, this album is killer. Let's hear the song, Take Me For A Ride.
So if you can dig this thing up, I love it. Yeah, it's great. And the bonus tracks aren't on the CD, so Kyle loves it too. Um, yeah, they, they have like members and then they have later members that are replace everyone but the bass player. That's so weird. It's very strange. But Josh Caddy's not with the band anymore. No, they, they, they played a farewell show in 2011. Wait, wait, this album came out in 2010. Yeah. And then they, they went farewell. December 2011, so. Oh, my God. I don't know what happened. They must have been so disappointed. Mm-hmm. We're opening for Kiss. Okay, farewell show. It says here that, like, Billy Corgan got it, saw them opening for Kiss and was excited about them and, like, talking them up on, like, Everywhere, like how they're the next big, th- super fresh take on rock, he said. And yeah, then they had buzz. Yeah. The album was produced by Grammy Award nominated producer Johnny K. You get Johnny K behind the boards. Looking great. All right, let's go with the listeners. What do I got here? Andy Field wants to hear a song by Candlebox. Now, I've never heard Candlebox to my knowledge, but I've seen this album cover. A million Mm -hmm. times. Yeah. Like, uh, tell me about Candlebox after we hear the song called Far Behind. Because I've seen this album cover like I own it. Your friends will stand around you watch you crumble As you fall down to the ground And then someday Your friends will stand beside as you are flying Oh, you are flying all so high but then someday people look at you They're what they call their own They watch you suffer Yeah, here you're going home And then someday we can take our time To brush the leaves aside so you can't reach us I like right. that song. This album went four times platinum. And then nothing and else. And then they released five more albums. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Wait a minute, dude. Sean, what's going on? I think he thought it was like one and Not done. Sean, like you, Andy Field. You made one great album and then you were done. Then your career was over. Andy. Pay attention, Andy. Andy. Well, I didn't do my research either. I just, no. I, I believed him. I'm taking people at their word. Andy, Candlebox has more than one album. What do we do about Andy? Something's wrong with Andy. <laughs> Ma, Andy's just in his room, and he thinks there's only one Candlebox album. Shh, don't tell him about the others. He just thinks there's one. I told him there were four more, but he, he just won't believe me. Ma, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do about Andy? All right, here's another super group. This one also has Steve Jones in it. What? It's called Checkered Past. C-H-E-Q-U-E-R-E-D, Past. It's got Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. It's got Clem Burke on drums. We know about Clem Burke. He likes to manhandle women at the Mud Crutch Show. We've got Nigel Harrison on bass. He's also from Blondie. Seems like he treats women nicely. 
Michael DeBar, friend of the show, one of our first guests. He's on vocals. And Tony Sales from the Tin Machine, also Soupy Sales' son, Ooh. is also in this band. This is a great album. I like this album a lot. It's really fun. Uh, this song is called A World Gone Wild. What do you think of that? I like that. Yeah. A little dated, but it's still fun. Mm -hmm. Produced by Michael James Jackson, who produced Lick It Up. Oh, MJJ. And Creatures of the Night. And I've never seen his name on any other albums but those three. Hmm. And I'm not going to do any research either. He produced all the Candlebox albums. There's only one. <laughs> Ma, Andy just said it. He keeps repeating Candlebox One. Candlebox One. Candlebox One. It's insane. Candlebox One sounds like a bad Stephen King movie. <laughs> it's from one of the stories in Four Past Midnight. What would be? That's when he wrote as Richard Bachman. <laughs> Richard Bachman's Candlebox One. Let's find out. Let's figure out if we can come up with a storyline for Candlebox One. Uh, so, so this grandmother has a candlebox, passes it down through the... What does she keep in that? Um, well... There were candles, and then every time she passes it down, they take out a candle and they put something in that was meaningful to them. Okay. Yeah. And then it then haunted and shit. I was going to say that <laughs> they burn the candles, and then at the end, at the end of the night, they always put what's left in the box. Oh. But when they open the box the next day, the candles are... Mm -hmm. are, uh, are, are and then some guy cuts his finger off, and he puts it in the box. And when they open it up, mm -hmm. he's... Uh, He's Andy, and he loves the band Candlebox. <laughs> they put one CD in there, and then there are five more well, that come We out. tried, guys. They're not all winners. They're not Just all like winners. all the Stephen King books. That's true. Uh, is it your turn? Sure. Let's hear something. Uh, so this is, this is the only solo album by Gerard Way, who is the lead singer for My Chemical Romance, currently writing some DC comics. Wrote a comic book called The Umbrella Academy that's going to be a Netflix show. So uh, this is from Jardway's uh, solo album, Hesitant Alien. And this is called Maya the Psychic.
good. Mm-hmm. Who's in that band? Um, that's who I'm trying to figure out because I'm. It sounds a lot like uh, there's some people from from the other band. Um, Ian Foles from uh, looks like the Aquabats. What's his last name? Oh, Fal Fallus. Fallus. <laughs> <That's not phallus. laughs> F-O-W-L-E-S That's just That's rough um, Matt Gorney Jared Alexander uh, Yeah Some session guys Session keyboardists So yeah So they're They're known as Gerardway and the Hormones Alright But the band is Or the album's Just credited to Broadway. So, you know, I'm going back to Pennsylvania this week with Rita mm-hmm. for the week. Mm-hmm. So, I text Nana this week. I text her uh, some pictures of some things that I want her to uh, to buy. Yes. So that I don't have to pack them. Right. So, one of them uh, is a, a case of Dasani water. Okay. Very standard. You would think. <laughs> so, she goes, Oh, now what is this? I go, It's Dasani water. I don't think we have that here. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. What are you, what are you talking about? I go, You're not Flint, Michigan. <laughs> I go, it's, it's bottled water. She goes, well, I've never seen it. I go, okay, have you been looking for it? Well, no. There's a but, lot of things she hasn't seen. That doesn't mean they don't like, exist. That might be a California thing. I'm like, no, it's not a California thing. You can get anywhere. She goes, well, where am I going to look? And I said, Target, a grocery store, Walmart, Sam's Club. It's all, all the places you go. It's like playing reverse pyramid. Like they know the uh, they know what the answer is, but then they yeah. need examples to figure out <laughs> what yeah. what you're getting. Then uh, Rita uses a, a specific uh, shampoo because she has a sensitive scalp, you know, flaky scalp, whatever you want to call it. So I send my mom that picture, and she goes, "Well, what's that last picture?" I go, "Did you did you even look at the picture? Is it just what?" It, <laughs> What champ? I didn't. I didn't draw these pictures. I took pictures. I said that's a that's Neutrogena shampoo that that Rita uses. Oh, hey, I have wonderful shampoos here that she can use, and it'll make her hair smell so great. I'm like, yeah, she needs it for her for her dry, flaky scalp. Oh, mine has a lot of volume. Oh. <laughs> like, Every, also, everything she has is wonderful or great. Like, yeah, hey, do you best. want a sandwich? No, thanks. I have great ham. She's almost Trump-like in that way. <laughs> and she always also says, "Do you want a, do you want a good banana?" <laughs> yeah, always offering a good banana. I've never seen anyone eat a banana over there. They just she, have a. <laughs> everything she offers though is good. Yeah. Like, do you want a sandwich with some good cheese? Uh, what, no, I want the worst cheese that you have. <laughs> do you want a shitty orange? Then she has. Uh, a curried coffee maker, uh, and it's uh, it's tucked under the uh, under the um, the cabinet. It's on the, it's on the, it's on the um, it's on the counter, but then she pushes it under the cabinet. So here's how she she pulls it out. Then she looks at the buttons, like she, like she's like she's in a spaceship. Yeah, like they ask her to pilot a spaceship for the first time, and she's had this thing for years. So finally, oh, that's power. And then it's like, it's like a big production. Like if you were in a play and playing to like 10,000 people and you had to do everything a little bigger to play to the people in the back of the room, Uh but she's playing to no one. 
and she go <laughs> real big and then pushes the power on and then and then, and then and then the water will come on she'll go now it heats up yeah that's because it's gonna heat the coffee and then then she stands and watches it she watches it to make sure it doesn't explode, explode. or whatever she thinks everything's gonna explode and catch and fire then, then she goes okay now you put in the thing it's a pod the cup i think she calls, she calls it a cup. It, i think they do call them cups i'll yeah, give her that you one you put in the cup and then you put this is small meat. Like she gives you yeah. the tutorial. Yeah. There's pictures on there. A <laughs> monkey could do it. And she, well, you close it. Now you close it first. And, and I don't know what would happen. She always if you goes, left now wait open. a minute. You know, if you left it open, you might scald yourself. Everything's, everything's about choking and scalding. Yeah. Two or, things that are getting electrocuted. Things that these things have never happened in the house. And then, uh, then the other thing is when she's done with it, she takes, a rag. A wet cloth. Oh, well, actually, before and after, and then she wipes the whole thing she down. She wipes the entire thing down <laughs> like a lunatic and then puts it back <laughs> under the counter. And now, when I'm home, I purposely uh, don't do these things. Like, I'll use it and I'll just leave it out. And that'll drive her nuts. And then she went, when, after, what does she want you to do after you take a shower? What does she have in there? Oh, <laughs> she has a squeegee. She has a squeegee in the shower. She wants you to to go over the, the the tile, the ceramic tile and the grout. <laughs> she wants you to squeegee all the water down into the tub because she thinks if it's on the tile, I'm like, they wouldn't have it in <laughs> showers all over the world. She acts like she's in a temporary shower. Yes. Like, oh, oh, we don't want this one to fall apart before the good one's built. But I, I've told her many times, she goes, and don't forget to squeegee. And I just say, I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going to have to come up and do it. No, no, you're not. It's unbelievable. Then you'll use your towel once and then you'll go to get it and it's gone. I'll go, where's my towel? I just hung it here. Oh, you're, that towel was dirty. I go, I used it one time. Well, I'll get a fresh towel. Hey, I have beautiful towels up there. By the way, how many towels do they have? <laughs> they have a whole closet. You won't believe how many towels they have. <laughs> Take a picture and tweet it when you go there. It's like when Ryan Buds tweets how much ice cream his mom has in the freezer. Yeah. I'm going to take a picture of that linen closet. It is outrageous. Yeah. Like the towels are like three and four like, deep. Like if you go to Macy's and see a display of towels, that's in the just closet. shove that in a closet. Except no tags on them. Yeah. Oh my dear God. Crazy. Luckily we're staying at, we're staying at um, your dad's house, my brother's house this yeah. time. Cause my, my stupid sisters moved back home. Mm -hmm. Oh Christ. <laughs> Family talk. Family talk. Where's our sting? Family talk. Boop, 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 boop. The sting should only be a minute and 15 seconds. <laughs> Just to drive Seagull crazy. <laughs> hey, someone make a sting that's really long for some nonsense. And then when Seagull's here, I'll just say, oh, it's it's the Mike Seagull's back sting. <laughs> and, and then we'll just play for like four minutes and he'll just blow his head off. Jesus Christ, how long is this Christ, fucking no. sting? Oh, I would, I'd rather be back on the boat. <laughs> All right, whose turn is it? Oh, Andy Field wants to hear something from Van Halen. <laughs> no, Andy, they have more than one. Okay, this is uh, this comes from Randy Kaler and Sidney Richardson. Mm -hmm. This is them Crooked Vultures, and the song is called because I couldn't fit it all. On no one loves me, and neither do I. Yes, let's hear it. Super group. Baby, and it wasn't me, maybe with the 
here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of this Josh Homme, but I love Dave Grohl and I love John Paul Jones. And that song doesn't sound bad to me. I've never, because I don't like that type of like groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this and the last Foo Fighters album are the only two things Dave Grohl's done that I don't like. You think I can find this for three ninety nine at the used record store? Probably. I might have to pick this. What, now, what am I picking up now? I'm picking up this. I'm picking up Heaven and Hell. Plus 44. Plus 44. I got to write all this down. And then there was an album I wanted to pick up today. I saw it when we were there the other day, and I was going to pick it up, and I didn't. Stupid. It's an album called The Law. It's uh, Paul Rogers. And vocals. Jude Law. And Jude Law. It's Paul Rogers from Bad Company on vocal, and Kenny Jones from The Who on drums. Hmm. That was the super group. The that Law. was it? Never Just drums it. and vocals? I'm sure there's other players on there. You can look it up. We don't got nothing to play from. We ain't got nothing to play. All right. So you want to play one or can I play one of mine? You can play one of yours. Okay. This is a band called Price Salton. One of the listeners sent, sent this to me a while back and I forget who, but thank you. The album's called Lights On. It's from 1985. It's uh, Chasm Salton. Well, it's Tommy Price on drums and Chasm Salton's on bass and there's other guys. Uh, I think they hooked up because they were in... Uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. These two guys were Blackhearts during the uh, I Hate Myself for Loving You era. So, um, and Kasim Sultan is from uh, Utopia and still tours with Todd. And Tommy Price is an amazing drummer. And uh, this is Price Sultan, and this song is called No TV, No Phone. It. It's poppy. Now, I believe this is an, uh, a rip from an LP, too, but that sounds really great. Mm-hmm. I don't think this was ever released on CD that I know of. I can't find anything. I can't find any information about it. It was hard to even find a JPEG for it. Um, if you find something about it, I'm going to kill you. Are you going to find something that quickly? Where do you go? Do you go dark web? I'm on the dark web, yeah. Um, this is just, this just says Salt was the basis of sang background vocals on the breakout Meatloaf album. And then he and Tommy Price collaborated on an album Lights On, which Salt co-wrote. The song No TV, No Phone was featured in the comedy The All Nighter, starring Susanna Hobbs. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Now I'm going to have to watch that movie because I like that song. <laughs> All right. You like Susanna Hobbs? Susanna Hoffs is such a nice Susanna Hoffs, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, Joan Cusack, Pam Greer. Now, did Joan Cusack play the oddball crazy friend? Probably. It was directed by Tamar Simon Hoffs. Yeah, that's uh, her mom. Her mom? Yeah. wonder how she got the part. Hmm. Nepotism. Uh, what's next? Uh, listener or you? Uh, do listener. I only have one okay. left, so. There's another super group. 
It's 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 just like Price Salton. It's called Hughes Thrall. It's Glenn Hughes and Pat Thrall. They only did one album together. Roar J. Johansson and Michael Bagford both wanted to hear something from this album. I think Roar's the one that picked this song. Sorry, Michael, but you still get to hear something from the album. This song is called I Got Your Number. This rock's pretty great. Pretty good lead. Now, uh, a listener sent me this, uh, the files for this CD too, and I think these were taken from the Rock Candy Records remastered, uh, reissued release. That, that label, I can't, I can't talk highly enough about Rock Candy Records, even though they refuse to send me any product to give away or even to review. They're stingy with the product, but uh, great. I own so many of their CDs. They do a great job. They know they do a great job, and they know that you'll talk about them regardless. So Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Those bastards. Hey, we know we're great. Yeah, we know we're great. We don't need bad Francis to tell us we're great. Hey, I have a great towel if you want to use it. Oh, it is terrific. It is so soft. <laughs> oh, I use one to wipe down my Keurig. <laughs> or uh, as she calls it, a Keurig. A Keurig. She puts so many <laughs> syllables in words that don't need it. Or how are you going to celebrate Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, by the way, is the uh, last Thursday of the month in December. <laughs> Thursday before Christmas, the 25th. Uh, me again, or listener? Me. Yeah, you can go. Okay. This is another super group, Shadow King. This is... By Don Shadow and Philip King. <laughs> this is no... <laughs> That's a band name. This is Lou Graham from Foreigner and Vivian Campbell from Def Leppard on mm -hmm. guitar. This came out in 91. This is also available on Rock Candy Records. I have not picked it up yet, so you're going to get an old, dusty MP3. But this song is called Anytime, Anywhere. And if you like Foreigner, there's a little bit, there's like a heavier Foreigner. I take it back. It doesn't sound like a heavier foreigner. It sounds just like foreigner. <laughs> sounds exactly like foreigner. If you like foreigner, it's, it sounds exactly the same. If I would have played that song and said, oh, I don't know how this song got in, in here tonight. This is, a, this is foreigner. No one would have questioned it. No. Shadow King. Mm -hmm. It's the foreigner album that didn't. See, now the year Shadow King, King came out is when foreigner released an album called Unusual Heat with uh, their new singer, Johnny Edwards. And that thing's a piece of crap. Piece of crap. <laughs> Why didn't they get together and make one Shadow King Foreigner album? 
Something uh-huh. good. Foreigner Shadow King. Foreigner King. Shadow. Shadower. Ooh, Kinger. I like that. Shadow. Kinger. Are we still recording? Just making sure. Yep. How long have we been doing it? Hour 25. Just the two of us. Hmm. Okay, we'll wind up soon. Um, I'm surprised you don't have uh, Whitford St. Holmes on here. They have well, two albums. Oh, do they? Yeah. What about Shaw Blades? Two albums. Interesting. Yeah. You would think they would only have one. Do you now know why I don't have the one? I, well. Is it sinking in? I mean, we did play Candlebox, so I was a little confused. Uh, yeah. Now, it looks like Andy Field wants us to play something from Led Zeppelin. Okay. Uh, here we go. Here's a band I've never heard of. This is from Andy Solemn. A band's called Toy Matinee. Ooh. You want to look it up and tell us about them? I'm all for it. The song we're going to hear is Last Plane Out. Greetings from Sodom How we wish you were here The weather's getting warmer now That the trees are all cleared No time for a conscience And we recognize no crime Yeah, we got dogs and Valvoline It's a pretty damn good time a funky groove mm-hmm. all right so this has first of all they have four albums <laughs> no there's just if, one if, if if you said they had more than one album that would mean that both andy's tonight were bad it was formed by producer composer keyboardist patrick leonard oh he produced like madonna and some bunch of a bunch of stuff and uh it was in collaboration with uh singer lyricist multi-instrumentalist Kevin Gilbert. Don't know that name. He has a Wikipedia page. He has his own Wikipedia page? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was gonna... part of the Tuesday Night Music Club. Oh, okay. Uh, Bringing it around. He from... was he dated Sheryl Crow during this era. Oh, during well, that's fantastic then. Um, but yeah, so then it was, so it was them and they backed by a group of session musicians, Brian McLeod. On drums, Tim Pierce, guitar, Guy Pratt on bass. And they had guest musicians, including Julian Lennon. So David Barwald, is he on this one? One of the Davids? Barwald? And it was produced by Bill Bottrell. Oh, yeah. Bill Bottrell produced the first Cheryl Crow album, Tuesday Musical. Mm-hmm. Well, yep. this, is, I mean, this is all coming full circle. Yeah. I like that. Toy Matinee, 1990. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see what I got here. Oh, okay, I got. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. From the year two thousand. Pick is, up that guitar. That's right. CC Deville fronted band called Samantha Seven. I have no idea why it's called Samantha Seven. I looked this up the other night. Okay, because I was curious. All right, there was a there was a show. What's the show called? There was it was it, it's named after a giant robot on a Japanese TV show, and the. Robots called Samantha Seven. Oh, I like it then, and I like this album cover. It's simple. Yeah, although it is, if you get up close, it's pretty photoshopped on their faces. Well, yeah, they're not great looking dudes. I don't know who the other two guys are, but this is uh, CC Deville. <laughs> but they're not better looking than CC Deville. <laughs> no, 
And this is uh, this song's called Framed. I love it. I love it. I got to put some of this in my uh, in my uh, treadmill? treadmill tunes. Yeah. Um, the the uh, the anime was called Eight Man, like the number eight mm-hmm. man. And then uh, the other the band included bassist Chris Barado, and then uh, Francis Ruiz on drums. Did Jack Blades produce this? Does it say? Um, Jack Blades from Night Ranger. It doesn't. It doesn't say because it's just like a. I think he did. Oh yeah, produced by Jack Blades. Yep. From Night Ranger. Great. <laughs> yeah, I love this album, and, and the lyrics are funny. She yeah. for, she forced herself down on me. I was framed. He has a poison song he sings that's "I hate every bone in your body but mine." <laughs> it's great. I don't know if uh, I don't know if CC sings any songs when Poison tours, but he should sing at least one. Because he has a couple of poison songs that he's written that I love. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, you want to play your song yet? We're we gonna go to listener. Yeah, I'll play mine. Uh, I've okay, for the sure. Next listener is yep. Paul. No, go ahead. I've for sure played this on here before, and I'm pretty sure I played this song. But um, this is um, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, Mara Queen, Mandig, who's Trent's wife. And Rob Sheridan, who did a lot of the cover artwork for some Nine Inch Nails stuff. This is How to Destroy Angels. They had two EPs. One of the EPs has like three songs that are on this album. So this is the only album they have. All right. It's called Welcome Oblivion. I will allow it. So it just sounds like Nine Inch Nails with a female <laughs> voice. The uh, we had an overwhelming response to this topic from the page. I mean, so many, so many of you. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry that I couldn't uh, play every single song. And we're and we are still going to do uh, part two of uh, Day of My Birth because mm-hmm. we those we have to do. Yeah. But, um, next up is Paul Peckley. Band is Memento. Never heard of them. Song is Play called this backwards. Song is called Beginnings. This is from 2003. Song is called Beginnings. My voice cracked. Mm-hmm. You going through puberty? Oh, when it's time to change. I'm 
Australian band, Hard Rock, Ooh. was an Australian hard rock band based out of the United States. Hmm. This album's been out of print since 2006. Has that, um, it has a little bit of that generic grunge quality to it. It sounds like Chevelle. That's who it sounds like, the band Chevelle. With a little bit of Creed thrown in there. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Apollo Creed. Talking about the band Creed. <laughs> See that trailer for Creed 2? Yep. Could we could we hear a little bit of it? Um, could we play that? I mm. loved Creed because it like took the Rocky thing and turned it upside down. And it was a good, it would have been a perfect exit for Stallone. He was nominated for an Academy Award, I believe, or for a Golden mm-hmm. Globe. He's really great in, uh, in that movie. He gets cancer. If you haven't seen, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, he gets cancer. It's, it's a really, gr- I love Creed. I love it. And then you're going to make Creed 2. Oh, here we go. You got everything to lose. You got, this guy's got nothing to lose. You can't beat him. Choice. You That's can't beat him. Your father said, and he died right here in my hands. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. He's not going to get nominated for this. No. Based on, based on that clip. I couldn't live up to these expectations. Oh boy. I got, I got, I got, I got loyalty inside my DNA. You don't think you got your validation? I got loyalty, got loyalty He's got, got nothing to prove, Kyle. No, it's his words and him working out. He's got nothing to prove. Got nothing to prove, so let's do it again. You know who he's fighting? Drago's son. Drago's son. Drago's dad killed Apollo. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's going to kill Drago's son? I wish Drago would kill Creed, too. What if Drago's son kills Creed, and then Rocky has to fight him at 80? <laughs> you, got nothing, you, can't, you can't win. You got nothing to prove. Your dad died in my... I sound like Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. Your dad died in my hands. I will go see it, though. I own every single Rocky film. Yep. And April is 100% wrong when she says Rocky IV is good. It's pretty bad. It's really bad. Polly has a robot. Named Samantha Seven. <laughs> Punches miss by, by 12 inches. Which is fine. That happens all the time in yep. boxing. Just don't do this. Yeah. Don't but, add that. But they added sound, like add, add punch sounds, but they didn't hit. The yeah, just add them. Punch sounds are like a guy hitting a heavy bag with a hammer. Yeah, and it's not like if if you listen to like if you watch Raging Bull, the punch sounds aren't real, and they're unique to the people. Yeah, but it's more artistic. Artistic, yeah. This is just like yeah, just grab sound punch seven. It's exact. This is exactly like. When Mickey says to Rocky, I've been keeping you safe. You can't win. It's like the same dialogue. Stallone wrote it. Right? <laughs> Copy paste. I'm telling you. He just I wrote a I wrote a V after the one. What I did was I took all of the scripts 
and threw him in the air. It's not Tom Waits. Yeah, I can't do voices tonight. What if he just threw all the scripts in the air and then put them together and then just read them in he order? He tripped up the stairs. Yeah, and then he read them and was like, oh, okay, this this works. This somehow works. Please don't. I would, if Creed has a robot, I will love it. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's set in the real world and then out of nowhere he has a robot. <laughs> So stupid. And it's never, and yet there are more sequels, and it's never mentioned again. Like the, no, nope. the world didn't get easier for everyone. Uh, I'm gonna let one of the listeners have the play out, so I'm gonna play my last song. Okay. The band. I wish they would have had more albums. I, I this is from 2009. That's nine years ago. They could still do another album. Mm-hmm. I, I love this cover too. It's simple. It's cool. Looking. I would love it like if the next album was just the same cover but a different color. Mm-hmm. This is Tinted Windows, and the song is. And Jeff Frank, I think you wanted to hear um, the bonus track, New Cassette. I just remembered that, but um, you weren't one of the 15, Jeff. But here's some Tinted Windows. This is We Got Something. Who do you think is holding that up? Cranky old Bunny Carlos? Or? I don't think so. I think Bunny has nothing but time on his hands. And James, uh, I forget how to say his name. Eha. I always say Ahi. That's Tuna. I know. And then we've got the guy from... Taylor Hansen and yeah. then Adam Schlesinger. From... Fountains of Wayne. From Fountains of Wayne. And uh, it's a great album. Mm-hmm. It's really great. I wish they would do another one. I met Taylor, David uh, Wilde introduced me to him, and I asked him, I said, hey, I love that Tinted Windows album. Is there any any chance you guys are going to ever do another? He goes, nope. He said, uh, please do not talk to me. No, he said, he said, uh, he said it, we talk about it all the time. Well, maybe pick up an instrument when you're yeah, talking. Do what your vocation <laughs> is and help a brother out. All right, coming up next, Dave Meyer is going to play a, a song that Murray Valariano loves. The band is GTR. That's short for guitar. Mm-hmm. What was the review? The view was three letters, SHT. <laughs> Steve Howe from Yes in Asia. Steve Hackett from Genesis. Murray loves this song. This is The Hunter. By the way, this is Prog Rock Bullshit.
Um, who requested that? Didn't I say? Yeah, I, Dave Meyer. Oh, okay. I, I, you were, there was a lot of Murray talk, so I just wasn't sure if Murray actually requested actually, that. Actually, and Dave's last name sounds like Murray. His name's Meyer. Mm. Murray Meyer. Doesn't really sound. Uh, I wish we need a prog rock bullshit sting that has yeah. like some noodling in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've asked for this before and no one's. People don't want to do it for me. Yeah, I don't care. People don't like the show. <laughs> okay, no one is listening. We're moving on. Uh, two people, uh, Jamie Miller and Troy Torreson, wanted to hear from a band called The Laws. So we're going to hear Son of a Gun. Only two more songs to go. I'll sell you a life story. saw your face when that was playing it's like if you left a sublime album out in the sun i uh yeah i didn't i didn't really dig that that's on every list of like oh these are the greatest bands and never recorded another album really the laws Mm -hmm. where are they from tell me more tell me more how much Uh, do you spend they're from london they're from london or wait no that's where this was recorded I don't know. Uh, that was uh, Lee Mavers. Yeah, they're from London. He's I English. Say, I could see where you could like it, but I didn't like it. Yeah. Sorry. It was included in the thousand one albums you have to hear before you die. Well, well, maybe the whole album's good then. Maybe this is a bad track. Certainly, send the worst track to us. Well, that's the opening track. Oh boy. Let's hear, uh, an- there's another of those supergroups with two names, mm-hmm. Coverdale Page. David mm-hmm. Coverdale, Jimmy Page, White Snake, sounds like, Led Zeppelin. Sounds like Jimmy Page got lost. Jimmy Page. <laughs> David Coverdale, Jimmy Page. This is from Jason Vogerl, Vogerl, Vogerl? That's spelled right, cut and paste. Vogerl. V-O-E-G-E-R-L. I'm so sorry, Jason. He knows who he is. Vogel. He wants to hear a song called Over Now. Let's hear Let's it. hear a song called Vogel. Coverdale Page.
record that Robert Plant did not uh, like Jimmy Page working with David Coverdale. Hmm. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Go to hell. Then make another Led Zeppelin album. <laughs> I don't want to do that either. Voices not good tonight. Trying to do voices not good. All right. This was fun. Mm-hmm. When we go it alone on Saturday. Yeah. How like how how many minutes of nonsense did we? One forty six. One forty six. Most of that was complaining about Beverly Hills Cop three. <laughs> Creed two. Um, we are at Rock Solid Show. Mm-hmm. You are at Kyle Dotson Funny. I'm I am Pat underscore Francis. You are RockSolidPodcast.com for everything. T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Patreon page. Patreon. I'm trying to get to 175 people. I just can't do it. Every month we'll get a couple and lose a couple. Two steps forward, one step back. Uh, I would say your best, your best, best, best value is five bucks a month. Because mm-hmm. you get, I'm going to follow you back on Twitter. You're going to be able, you're going to get a copy of the Rock Solid database created by Carrie Scott. You're going to be able to enter all the contests to win all the prizes we give away. And you're also going to get the episodes soon, very soon after we record them. Well, it's as soon as possible. So as, as soon, soon as Pat can. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I'm I'm pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. I, I really am. And um, and the ASAP Club has been burning up lately because we've been really recording a ton of episodes because we're trying to get ahead mm-hmm. because of uh, of summer you know travel and whatnot. Yeah. So um, so there you have it. And look, if you just want to, if you just want to win prizes and be, show us that you like the show, then go two dollars a month. Yeah, it's fifty cents a week. Yeah, fifty cents I an threw, episode. I threw two bucks in the trash today, just to prove. That seems strange. Just to show people how easy it is. Did you get new trash cans? No, I get, got it right out of there. Put it back in my wallet. Oh, okay. I just did. I it was, it was teaching the kids a lesson. Oh, I wasn't. This is all made up. So uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, now our uh, this is a friend of the show, Patrick Dupuis. He was here oh, for yeah. the live episode. He was such a nice guy. So nice. So, I mean, gentleman. A gentleman, maybe the and, nice and a gentleman. Look, Mario was here that night, and I'm going to say this guy might be nicer than Mario. Yeah. Who was the worst guy that was here that night? Oh, Schmidt. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Oh, no, it's Murray. Oh, Murray. That's right. I forgot he was here. <laughs> all right. This is this is probably the the number one one and done album of all time, I would say, because this band is always touted as pioneers of punk, and yet only one album. Mm-hmm. And this is the third time Which I think might be the punkest thing of all. Well, that's true. This is the third album tonight that Steve Jones has been a part of. I just realized that this poor guy can't get a band happening to save his life. Uh, this is the Sex Pistols. Patrick Dupuis wants to hear "God Save the Queen." Thank you, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick.